Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the story of our life and how it can get in the way of a more intimate interface with our life. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. So in the mindfulness space, you'll often hear teachers talking about the story of your mind, and this is referring to the thoughts, ideas, beliefs, judgments that tend to run the show. It's the narrative that we place on our experience. It's the thing between our experience and our awareness of our experience that gives the experience a certain kind of flavor. It's the subjective opinion, ideas, thoughts we place on an objective experience. And the way it's often spoken about in the mindfulness space is that the story can create a lot of extra stress for us when we're so caught up in all the ways we're not doing well and what's wrong with us and I should have done this by now at this point in my life and this that and the other thing and we're all familiar with that story and where it can uh, go wrong so to speak in the sense of creating more tension and stress but what about when the story is good what about when the story is really supportive what about when it feels exciting and the story we're telling ourselves is one of life getting better Things like, you know, I'm, I'm a great parent, or one day I am going to make a lot of money, or I'll, I'll make sure this business works, or the future is exciting or will be exciting. You know, all of these things that are actually uh, positive, could be perceived as positive stories in the mind that actually make us feel good. And this is also true. It's hard to argue with that. There's a big difference between holding a negative orientation toward our life and a positive orientation. I think there's a place for both at different points in times, but the positive orientation often does create more positive emotion, positive experience. And so we may be hesitant to drop that and go like, why would I? It's, it's really supporting me in my life. So I want to speak to that because I, I think there are a lot of points in our life and just throughout the day that that story can be quite useful. I think about moments when we're just going through a lot, we're experiencing a lot of confusion and we just need something to hold on to. We might not have the support from the people we wish we had support from. We might be in this more lonely place and maybe we don't have a, a deep meditation practice yet and so the idea of just like surrendering into it feels like a lot and the the life raft we have is just running this positive script in my mind. I can do this. I'll get through this. It's going to get better. Let's make it happen. And you run the positive visualization, the positive thoughts 
I know so many people who have gotten out of ruts and deep despair through just really committing to that positive way of thinking and a positive storyline. And so I, I think there are times in life where that can be quite useful. And in the whole spirit of practicing human, this, this is an exploration of what are the various resources that help us get a little better at life, how to best navigate this life. So I'm, I, I'm not married to any one technique. I'm genuinely just curious, how do we do this life better? And so we could hold that as one reality, that, that positive storyline can be useful. And there's another way I think we can look at it, which is that sometimes adhering too much to a storyline, even a positive storyline, can get in the way of us having a more intimate relationship with what is here right now, with who we are right now, and with what's in front of us right now. And that I conceptualize and feel into in in a number of different ways. So let's first just take that difficult experience that we were talking about where it's just like, I don't have a life raft. I think there is something powerful to be said about uh, uh, letting, not not immediately implementing a positive storyline and really letting yourself uh, feel into the depth of uh, fear of sadness, of not knowing, of confusion that is there in your life. You could even say, like, if it is a dark soul of the night experience where you are just challenged in all the ways you can be challenged, there's something about those moments that are often transformative for us. Something within us has to surrender on the deepest level and then gets re-empowered we step out of our ego mind and uh, we just see the limits of our ability to control life and something in us has to expand to meet that. And I think sometimes we can only get to that place of expansion by surrendering into the depths of despair. Again, that's nuanced because uh, there are some times where we might not be ready to take that on fully or it might feel like too much or too scary or... Maybe we just don't have the space to do it, like to really dive into that. And we have a lot of kids we're taking care of and life is really busy and we need to just hold ourselves together to get through it. Like we don't have the time to be in a pool of, of tears and confusion and uh, letting go. And so we, we can honor the reality that sometimes like our spiritual exploration and growth doesn't really line up with our real world experience. And I think that's where we need some practical wisdom on how to use these different strategies. But I do I do believe there is something to be said for, right? Not immediately going into the positive storyline, letting yourself meet intimately what is here uh, and allowing that to transform you rather you than you trying to transform it. So that's one argument potentially for letting go of that positive storyline. Another one, which is a little less intense or or looking at it from a a less intense vantage point, is just the reality that sometimes we create storylines for our life that that run their course 
in the truth of them or the initial inspiration for them, but the mind is still running that script for who we should be or how our life should go and what should happen. And we kind of put that there a year ago, three years ago, five years ago, or 10 years ago. And it keeps us more in our head thinking this is how this experience should be right now. This is what I should be doing. But we actually haven't taken the time to let go of that and go, wait a second, who am I right now? Who am I today? And what's arising in my life? And and if I let go of some of my ideas of where I should be, what I should be doing, what actually feels like the truth of this moment and and what should come next? If we are so strongly adhering to the story of our mind that we laid out for ourselves, we actually don't give ourselves the space to feel into that. And, and that's what I mean by that we lose a certain intimacy with our life, the, the intimacy of interfacing uh, very clearly and cleanly with the truth of what's here, the, this ongoing honest conversation with what's here. And that's an argument to actually let go of the story entirely. Like I could see living a life without maintaining any sort of story for yourself. I mean, there there will be some stories of, you know, I'm a parent, I'm a partner, I have this job. Um, but the encouragement is just to, to hold it lightly. It's It's one thing to have little identifications around you. It's another thing to to just be saying, this is how my life has to unfold for the next three years, five years, 10 years. Um, and of course, you can see the benefit to that, having goals, it's powerful, it's important, we can manifest things, and maybe there's a different way to do it. What if we just let go of that entirely and each moment we showed up and we asked, like, what is this moment calling for from me? How can I best serve the world in this moment, this person in this moment, myself in this moment? What feels like the highest expression of my truth? What do I need right now? You know, what would it be like to live your life like that? I think when you do, you connect to momentary storylines. The inspiration that arises in those moments can create a storyline like oh actually I want to do this right now and then the doing this and the path to doing that and becoming that person can become a bit of a story that we play out for a period of time but that's where we get to to hold it lightly and just keep assessing what's beneath that does this still feel true does this still feel aligned and this is what allows us to have an intimate relationship with ourselves and with our lives so as I've been saying throughout these are just different ways to think about that storyline. And it tends to be easier when we think of the negative storyline, the painful storyline. It's like, oh yeah, definitely want to drop that story so I could drop some of the stress. But when it comes to the positive storyline, there are some um, nuances there. So try it out. Explore it for yourself and see what works for you in different situations. There may be times in your life where that holding on to the story is like the only thing you have to get through. And there may be other times in your life where there's actually a curiosity for letting it go, or you just don't even have access to it. There's no part of you that can grasp for that. And all you can do is just surrender to it and surrender to the bigness of life and let it transform you. Everyone's got their own journey. We're all just trying to get through 
and not just get through, but uh, really let the bigness of life expand us. And, uh, and it will if we let it. So thank you for your practice. Hope this gives you something to think about. And I will talk to you soon. Until next time, as always, take care. Hey, a quick request before you go. It's been a long time since I've mentioned the importance of reviews on iTunes. And I just want to put it on your radar if you've been enjoying this podcast, if you like the content, if you're getting value out of it. Um, one simple way to give back is uh, just a, a quick review on iTunes. Star rating, a review. I read all of them. I love reading them. Uh, and it is really good for the growth of the podcast. And it's also a way to offer me feedback. I get to to read what's there and hear how it's landing for you uh, and know that I do read all of them. So uh, it's simple. It doesn't take longer than a a few minutes, if that. You head over to iTunes. That's the best place to to leave a review. And uh, it's really appreciated. So if you're listening to this episode or any episode and you're feeling like, oh, this is this is impactful, there is a lot of time that goes into this podcast and we don't have ads on it. So uh, one way you can share your appreciation if it's there is just by uh, sharing a quick review. So thanks. I, I do appreciate it and um, and always appreciate you showing up and being on this big meandering path of practicing human with me. So Thanks so much. Talk to you soon and take care.